At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. We're closing in on the end of NBA Summer League. Hornets got their assignment for their final game of the NBA 2K23-2022 Summer League. That's still a mouthful. Charlotte's going to play the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's going to tip off at 5 p.m. Eastern today. Uh, So Charlotte's going to be back on the court here on Saturday and then wrap things up and head back home and start the remainder of the summer program preparing for training camp and then the preseason. We're going to preview today's contest against the Timberwolves. Also, we're going to have an exclusive one-on-one conversation with one of the top players from the Hornets Summer League squad. That would be Brady Manick, the star for North Carolina. And we'll talk some top takeaways from Summer League so far. Helping me on all of these topics, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network, as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo. Rob, long time no talk. Yeah, crazy. I thought we were going to maybe have an extra day off here or there with Summer League going on, but you know, everybody gets to go home a little bit earlier, I suppose. So like you said, long time no talk. The Hornets will be back on the floor later on today. Before we get into the finale of this one, let's talk top takeaways from Summer League so far. I think as usual, a lot of the focus has been on the first round picks, both the 2022 first rounders, as well as the 2021 first rounders. Your thoughts on their performances? So far, so good. I felt like, I mean, we've seen some really good play from Bryce McGowan's, seen some really good flashes from Mark Williams as well. But for me, my biggest takeaway, honestly, Sam, is from kind of a team proponent. I mean, when you look at the way that this team has played defense already, I don't want to say it's night and day, but the Hornets look really good defensively right now. At least the young guys do. You know, when you look at last year with the Summer League roster and the way that the game shook out, there were some pretty high scoring games in there. And of course, that was great because the offense was there, but the defense was kind of lacking 
lacking at times. I mean, there was one game where I think it was a 106-105 shootout last season against San Antonio's. And, you know, keep in mind, too, that these games are only 40 minutes. They're 10-minute quarters, not the normal 48 as well. So I think this year that, you know, even though the shooting isn't there, that will eventually come around. That's not going to be a question from an individual standpoint. But the fact that the defense is already there and it's kept them in games and has won them games is really promising for me. And I think there's a couple of different things that, you know, you can chalk up to that. It might be the fact that a lot of these guys have already played a season under belts like Kai Jones, JT Thor. Those guys have already played together. So they kind of know how each other play. They've had a year of that experience. But at the same time too, there might be a little bit of a coaching philosophy in there with Steve Clifford coming in and that kind of being the marching orders given down to Summer League head coach Jordan Cern camp and so on and so forth. So for me, my biggest takeaway is that defense and the way that they've been able to play the first couple of games here in Summer League, because I think we're going to see that moving forward with the big league club here in September and October as well. Yeah, I'm with you. Defensively, this team has really been a bright spot. Their ability to protect the basket with Mark Williams as a shot blocker. Nick Richards also was really strong there. And Kai Jones and JT Thor looking around have also been really good shot blockers for this team. And that just helps everyone down the line. And so when you envision what this roster will look like once you plug them in with the quote-unquote normal Hornets, guys like LaMelo Ball and Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward, players who are very, very capable of creating their own shot offensively and then finding open guys. We've seen clearly Williams, Thor, Jones, they all know how to dunk and they're going to get set up a lot with the kind of playmakers the Hornets have on the regular squad and their defensive abilities will help make the rest of the roster better if and when they're on the floor for the Charlotte Hornets. So definitely some positives there. Things to work on, not surprisingly, turnovers are an issue, not just because the Hornets have a lot of their recent draft picks in post players more so than guards, but because it's summer league. A lot of teams have turnover issues, so that's not a huge shock. The shooting percentages haven't been great, but again, I'm not too bent out of shape about it. I think that you focus on the bright spots and focus on how they can integrate themselves into the normal Hornets, and that should make you very excited about what the rotation might look like come next season. Certainly does, and I just looked this up real quick. When you take a look at team stats from Summer League, Cleveland leads the Summer League in turnover volume, which is at 10.8. So everybody's in double-digit turnovers. Everybody's turning the ball over. It's not just the Hornets. So, I mean, you know, there's other teams out there that have far more turnovers than the Hornets. I mean, Philadelphia is averaging 22 turnovers per game. So it's just crazy how, you know, some of these teams can take care of the basketball and can't take care of the basketball. But again, it's Summer League. Everybody's learning how to play with each other. That's not a surprise. Focusing on the good things, certainly, of course, with guys like Mark Williams and Bryce McGowan's and how they've been able Able to shine and there's been some other good bright spots as well like LJ Figueroa has had a really good summer league as well he's one of those guys maybe trying to fight for a G League roster spot as well so when you take a look at those top draft picks and what they've been able to accomplish here in summer league it's just that natural progression that you look for so it's good that there hasn't been any regression here in this summer league And there's a lot of guys who are not amongst the drafted players who you're excited about the opportunity they're going to have to maybe get to a training camp. These are the guys like LiAngelo Ball, like LJ Figueroa, like Brady Manick, who haven't necessarily consistently shot the ball really well game to game. Figueroa did the first two games. He didn't miss anything. He's cooled off a little bit, but still playing reasonably well through the last couple of contests. But Brady Manick has flashed. LiAngelo Ball has flashed at times out there. 
there in summer league and uh, say the same thing about Tyshawn Alexander and Jalen Crutcher. So there's a lot to hope for, uh, some tough decisions ahead for the front office in terms of filling out the training camp roster. That'll be the next step after today's game against the T-Wolves. Before we get to our preview of that one, we actually are going to have a sit-down conversation with one of those players, Brady Manick, the star of the North Carolina Tar Heels run all the way to the national championship game. He will sit down with us next from Summer League after this quick break here on the Hornets Hivecast. I'm not anti-aging. I'm pro-looking my best. Getting cosmetic surgery at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates has me looking young again and filled with the confidence I need to take on the day. From Botox to rhinoplasty to facelifts, Senta offers facial plastic surgery from specially trained eye and ENT doctors who are familiar with how all parts of the face work. Feel like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Now let's welcome Brady Manick, former UNC Tar Heel, current Hornets Summer League star here to the Hornets Hivecast. Brady, thanks so much for the time. Thank you. Yeah, it's been it's been a long journey, but it's been really fun just to be around uh, the team, around the coaches, and just really uh, you know, be a part of Summer League and get to experience it. You were giving us some of the details before we started here on, on what life is like for a player ascending to the professional ranks from college, the whirlwind of meetings you have with agents with teams just all the travel that's involved how does it feel to now get back to basketball to be out there on the floor working on your game yeah it's nice I haven't played five on five in a long time and for for me to be in summer league it's 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 a special special feeling uh, it's been you know four months of you just workouts traveling just trying to stay ready and for me to you know be on the Hornets it's very exciting you referenced all the teams that you had meetings with in the process of going from college to professional. What made the fit with Charlotte right for you for this step of your career? Yeah, so um, going into the going into the draft, I knew it'd be late second round or undrafted. So I, I knew that coming in. We had uh, several teams lined up, and when the draft ended, you know there was uh, several several situations I could have gotten into. And for me, you know, having that connection to. North Carolina and having the front office connection in North Carolina, it, it felt right, and I was assured that it would be it would be a good experience for me. So I, I felt like it was uh, the right thing to do, and I uh, had several people, my agent, uh, Coach Davis, several people telling me that this was probably a good move. What were those conversations like with Mitch Kupchak and, and any other North Carolina alumni you might have talked with with the Hornets as you made your decision? Yeah, that night I, I met with Mr. Buzz Peterson, and uh, he you know he's just telling me about what, what what's going on this summer, uh, the, the the team, and how I'd be able to play, and you know, get, get get a few good minutes in. And I was just excited to you know to have someone want me on their team, want me to play. So it's really really cool then being around uh, Cup Check here at the summer league and at practice I, I showed up two days after the draft to start just working out, just being around everybody, get to know everybody, and you know I. Like I said, it was a long four months, so trying to get into a little bit more shape for those first few practices. In addition, you're probably one of the most recognizable members of a very impactful, iconic North Carolina team here that, that just went on that run. What's the fan reaction been like for you, both here in Las Vegas, where there's so many great basketball fans, but also in Charlotte, where there's a lot of Tar Heel fans? Yeah, that's really special. For me, I'm a very recognizable person. I do that on purpose. I have this for a reason. I will, could go back to the buzz cut and no facial hair, but that would make people uninterested in me, so I, I keep it for now. And for me to be in Vegas and Charlotte, it's really cool to see the the difference in 
what a year at North Carolina can do for me. And there's just a lot of a lot of people, a lot of basketball fans here. So a lot of people have been recognizing me, and it's it's really cool to have that that recognition and known for having such a great year. In terms of the summer league team, almost all these teams are made up of two different kinds of players: those that have been drafted and are, are definitely contracted, and then what I would call the opportunity portion of the roster guys who are looking to move their career forward and take advantage of an opportunity as you get moving here in the summer league process what are some of your goals what would you like to see from yourself both on the floor and that end result come the end of this process yeah, so for me um, I'm definitely in that opportunity stage I'm still in the waiting game I'm still trying to figure out what's going to happen to me and if someone's going to take a chance on me and you know I'm just getting on the floor I, I just trying to play hard I'm um, trying to do the right thing not every day your shot's going to go in you're not going to have the best day of shooting sometimes but for me to get in play good minutes be vocal be on defense uh, show show things that so I've always said that for me I am a shooter and people know that and you see that on TV you see it in the stat line but there's so much more to my game that isn't shown unless you're there in person or you're around me in the gym and for that it's my IQ it's my decision making it's being in the right spot at the right time just knowing when to cut knowing when to move knowing when to make the extra play make the extra pass and there's so many things that go into my game that's not just shooting the shooting is why I'm able to do that because they have to honor me as a shooter there's so much more to it that role you had with the North Carolina team is one thing it will likely be a different role if you're able to make it to the horns we're certainly rooting for you there and, and also on this summer league team is there an NBA player that you're modeling your game for this stage after yeah so I, I've I'm never really been big into the sports and watching but you know if I sit down and think about it Maxi Kleba is someone I want to model my game after the way he plays with Luca and his position yeah he's bigger he's stronger but he he's able to stretch the floor he's able to to read the screen read what's happening if he needs a pop or roll and defense sucks in he always makes the extra play makes the right play and for me I I think I bring that to a team and even more so, they need to honor me as a shooter. They need to they need to honor me so their forty million dollar guy can get downhill because they got to honor me in the corner. They got to honor me on the screen. So there's a lot of things I can do to help the team and just be that kind of player for everybody. And last one for you, working in Charlotte, you get the chance to work with the Hornets coaching staff, several of the Hornets veterans. What's one special interaction that you've had uh, with any of the the regulars from last year with the Hornets that sticks with you? Yeah, it's just it's just cool to see the coaches and the players and just hear about where everybody's from. There's a lot of Tar Heels. There's the trainers, strength coaches, people in the video room, people upstairs that they're all they're all from North Carolina or they're Tar Heel fans or they went to North Carolina. And then from there, you get to see people from rivalry schools. I've I've met uh, Mason Plumley. I've on the team of Mark. So it's cool to, you know, see a different side of people as well. You brought up, so I got to ask, how's it working with Mark now? It's been good for sure. He's a good dude. Um, you know, everybody's asked me, it's funny when you get in the gym, everybody's, are y'all okay? And how's this relationship going? But uh, I, we, we seem, seem just fine. He's, he's a good dude. He's a good teammate. I, I like playing with him. He's a, he's a big old dude. So it's been a lot of fun, but I've, I kept telling everybody, uh, UNC is still better than Duke. Make sure to mention that. Every time. Anytime it comes up, it's the, you got to mention it for sure. Brady, appreciate the time. Appreciate you guys working together here for the Hornets in Summer League and wishing you all the best moving forward. Thank you. Hornets fans, it's time to get some new gear. The best selection of new and classic Hornets apparel is at the Hornets Fan Shop, now with new extended hours. Stop by Spectrum Center Wednesday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. to pick up the latest in jerseys, Jordans, and more. 
or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 with just a click of a button at HornetsFanshop.com. An easy trip on the light rail, you'll be sure to find something for everyone at the Hornets Fan Shop. Our thanks again to Brady Manick for joining us. Very proud North Carolina Tar Heel, and uh, we appreciate him taking the time to sit with us. Also very much appreciate him working so well with Mark Williams. It seems like they've got a a great thing going in terms of their on-court relationship. Had some nice big-to-big passes against the Bulls, even though it was a loss the other day. But those two, you know, joining forces for for the betterment of North Carolina's NBA team, even though they were on opposite sides of that heated rivalry. Yeah, that was something that I kind of poked a little bit of fun at in the preview podcast was how well are Mark Williams and Brady Manick going to play together after all of their history but it's been great to see them work together out on the floor and it's good that they're really pushing each other encouraging each other moving forward here in the summer league well we've got one game left to play Hornets are two and two they're going to take on the one and three Minnesota Timberwolves Wolves just lost to the Brooklyn Nets 102 to 83 on Thursday so same date same rest that the Hornets had to play on is the same day the Timberwolves did so no rest advantage for this one let's go through our preview segment here rob we need a player to watch for the hornets amongst drafted amongst undrafted and then a player for the timberwolves let's begin with the opponent we'll go with josh minot for the timberwolves second round pick out of memphis this past season six eight forwards got a pretty lanky frame on him he's been playing really well playing a lot of minutes in summer league about 26 and a half per game, averaging 12.3 points per game. He's shooting 45% from three, and he's grabbing about nine and a half boards per game as well. He's been really good for Minnesota. I was looking forward to a Walker Kessler versus Mark Williams showdown until Walker Kessler, of course, was traded to Utah in the Rudy Gobert trade that was one of the big blockbusters at the beginning of this summer league campaign. So for me, in terms of players to watch for the Timberwolves, I'm looking at Josh Minot here tonight for Minnesota. I'm going to take Wendell Moore Jr. Uh, Minnesota's one of the more active teams on draft night. They had trades coming and going, and Moore was one of the guys they brought in on draft night. Very good shooter, had an excellent season with Duke, with Mark Williams last year, making it all the way, of course, to the Final Four. Moore, he's an excellent player, and he's a little bit more on the polished side, kind of a little bit more like the Ochai Abaji uh, that we saw the other day for Cleveland in that he's a, a little bit older now. And so I guess you could say expectations should be a little higher to start the season. He'll be 21 once the preseason tips off. Right now, still at 20. And even that sometimes for first round picks is a little bit on the older side. But what I mean to say is he's had three years in college. He's played at a high level program, played in big games, and he's been a good shot maker. So this is someone who should be, in terms of the NBA level, a little bit more ready to plug in, and that has been on display at times for the Timberwolves. He's been fairly consistent about being a double-figure scorer and at times an elite scorer for that side. 16 points in their last game, 13 the one before. Hasn't really shot the three exceptionally well, but good enough that he's a threat, and probably if the Wolves are going to get a win in this one, he's going to be one of the focal points. Can't go wrong with either pick, I don't think. So those are the kind of the two that I circled as well. But with that said, in terms of players to look for in the Hornets, let's begin with drafted players. And I'm going to go with Kai Jones. I'm starting to kind of get everything crisscrossed depending on who I've have I taken in previous podcasts on who to look for. But I'm pretty sure I haven't taken Kai Jones yet. He had a little bit of a rough shooting day against the Bulls the other night. 
night. 3 of 10 shooting, 1 of 4 from beyond the arc. Of course, he did have that 0 for 10 outing, one of the first games out beyond the arc, but everything else inside the arc he made, which was promising to see. So he's just kind of been up and down offensively here the past couple games here in Summer League. The defense is certainly there. The rebounding's there. He had a couple of blocks. He's had consistent rebounding as well. Just can he put it all together in one game? Can he have a really good offensive game? That's why I'm looking at Kai Jones as my player to watch tonight. I like the pick. Kai Jones has been exceptional when you remove three-point shooting from the equation. He did knock down a three against Chicago. Struggled a little bit more than the rest of the session in terms of scoring from inside the three-point arc. But still, overall, he's getting close to double-double numbers while playing roughly 20 minutes per game. I like what we've seen from him. I think he's ready to play a role for this Hornets team. In terms of Summer League, the expectation's a little bit more of him being maybe closer to a star. And once you get to the big club, with all the star power the Hornets already have there, he might earn his way into a, a bigger role. We're rooting for him to do so come season's end. But at the start of it, he's going to be someone they're going to expect to play good defense, block shots, contest, and when they get the ball, to drive the lane and dunk. And he has shown that he can certainly do that. My player to watch for this one's going to be Bryce McGowans. He has been the top scorer throughout Las Vegas for the Charlotte Hornets, has shown a much better three-point shot than was advertised, shown a really good understanding of the NBA spacing and timing out there, been able to take good shots even when the shot clock's winding down, get to his spots, really has looked good. Now, he hasn't necessarily had lights-out shooting efforts each and every game, and last game was one of those, one for seven from three, four for 18, overall still led the team in scoring with 15 points but just want to see him have another good solid scoring game and he's another guy who it's unlikely he is going to be playing starters minutes come the regular season but can he eke out a role well physically his size and his stature out there what he brings to the table in terms of athleticism I'm not going to rule it out so another promising performance here in summer league could go a long way towards him getting more minutes come training camp getting more opportunities and maybe spending more of that two-way contract with the Hornets than with the Greensboro Swarm. And the thing I liked about Bryce the other day, too, was even though he had a rough shooting day, he did a good job getting to the free throw line. Six of seven from the charity stripe, that's what gets you minutes out on the floor. Even if you cannot shoot lights out that night for whatever reason, if you're still able to drive, make contact, go to the line, score points without the clock moving, I think that really goes a long way in terms of rotation minutes. So that's obviously a good sign, too, for Bryce. In terms of players that we are looking at that weren't drafted I think we're kind of down to the bare bones here in terms of players that we I haven't picked I think it's between pretty much Jalen Crutcher or Leangelo Ball so I'll go with Jello coming off the bench he played 17 minutes the other night I was over from beyond the arc but like you pointed out in the podcast the other day the fact that he was able to drive and kind of contribute in different ways was really promising to see and the thing that stood out to me for Leangelo Ball here the last couple of games is the way he's played his defense I know he when we had that sit down with him a couple of days ago in a Hornets Hivecast and in case you missed it go back in the archives and give it a listen is the fact that he's really honed in on trying to play better defense he thinks that's his way to get more minutes out on the floor because of course he already has that shooting he's labeled as a shooter can that defense come around he's worked on it a lot here during summer league so he's going to be my non-drafty player to watch because i think if he has another good game he's certainly going to get an invite to training camp here with the hornets in the fall it's just a matter from there what he's able to do with it 
Well, this guy was kind enough to join us on the podcast today, so I'm going with him, Brady Manick. I think he's had some good games. He hasn't had a great game yet here in Summer League. Some of that is the minute restriction. Some of that is the role that he plays. But he's made some really nice, savvy veteran plays out there. And he, kind of like Wendell Moore, who I picked as my Timberwolf to watch, he's clearly an older player here for amongst first-year guys at Summer League, played a, a full college career, both at Oklahoma and then wrapping up at North Carolina. So he's seen a lot of basketball, and, and you're closer to his finished product than you are with some of the other youngsters, even amongst his teammates who for whom this is their second time in Summer League. So, you know, Brady Manick, I think this is going to be a good opportunity for him here to show what he can do. He's trying to earn himself an invite to a training camp and to be a part of preseason and hopefully continue on from there. I think he certainly Certainly got a good shooting performance in him. He hasn't been bad in any game by any stretch, but hopeful for him to have one of those great shooting days that much like Leangelo Ball last season could propel them towards, you know, a little bit further down the line. Last year, Leangelo Ball was not necessarily considered to be a rotation piece for Summer League, shot the lights out and made his way all the way up to the G League roster and continues to fight towards his NBA dreams. I think LJ Figueroa showed a lot with the Hornets in the early portion of this preseason, and now I think here's an opportunity for Brady Manick with his size and his shooting ability to do the same here in the finale against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Tip-off is slated for 5 o'clock Eastern. Hornets versus T-Wolves. It'll be on NBA TV. Then the Hornets head home. We'll of course have our review podcast both for this game as well as Summer League as a whole for you tomorrow on the Hornets Hivecast. Rob Longo, thanks for joining me once again. Thanks, Sam. And thanks to all of you for tuning in as well. Till next time, for Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.